Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. A new year, the same podcast, Venue 12. We are back at it again. Jordan, how are you doing, man? I got to tell you, I, I like all this snow. A lot of people are dogging it. I'm about it. I like the snow. I don't like the ice. Mm. You know? I kind of like the ice, too. The only ice I want to see is on Ian Cohenhold's wrist. Oh, you know what sheesh. I'm saying? Well, keep looking because it's not there. Yeah, I know. But sometimes you guys just got to keep searching. Um, guys, we started our first um, semester series this uh, tonight over First Peter. We're going to be doing four weeks of it. And uh, this evening, we really talked about four different things about um, the 10 verses we talked about. And one of the things we talked about was uh, just the good news of the gospel and how we shouldn't be taking our faith for granted, but we should really be seeing it as a gift. We should be holding, um, just staking our entire lives on the gospel of Jesus because um, he lived the life that we should have lived. He died the death that we should have died. And so we should be surrendering our entire lives to that um, idea and reality. Jordan, do you think it's, um, have you had like a season in your life where it's easier to um, maybe take your faith for granted or kind of go through the motions and those rhythms or whatnot? Oh, 100%. And I think part of that is just because of where we live. Like our faith doesn't really cost us a whole lot in America like it does other places in the world. I know the Sunday Garen is going to talk about persecuted church and people groups across the world who lose their lives for their faith all the time. And not to say there's not challenges with Christianity here because there is, but... And yeah, I definitely take my faith for granted sometimes because it's just, you know, even though secular culture doesn't walk in step with Jesus and is pretty, pretty against it, actually, it, it's familiar and everybody knows about it. So it can feel very run-of-the-mill sometimes if I'm not intentionally seeking him out. Right, exactly. And the persecuted church is exactly the audience that Peter was writing to when he wrote um, his first letter. And Peter really talked about that one of the things he emphasized was to rejoice in our sufferings because suffering is actually a gift. Um, It points us to uh, the hope that we have in Jesus because of his gospel. And when we experience spiritual dryness, I shared a little bit about my story um, this evening and how um, I experienced a lot of spiritual dryness in 2023. Um, We always are given a choice, an opportunity. We can flee away from uh, God and just isolate, flee away from our community and try to solve our spiritual dryness on our own. Or this could be an opportunity in this specific season to uh, lean into God more, lean into his word more, lean into prayer, lean into community. And um, God can really show you some really cool things. I don't know, Jordan, do you have a, a part of your testimony where you've experienced dryness in that way or yeah, I mean, I think if you're following Jesus and you say you haven't had a a time in your spiritual life where you feel far from God, I think you probably aren't really walking with Jesus because that's just a part of it is you're going to feel those dry seasons. So I've been there. I think everybody's been there. You said it well tonight. I think the key is that you um, step back into community when those things happen, that you hear other stories. You hear stories of victory, of how Jesus has brought others through that. 
and we don't like shrink back into our own little world, even though that's what we want to do sometimes. So if that's you and you're in a dry season, I would say go against what your flesh probably wants you to do, which is not talk about it and bottle it up and keep it to yourself and just fade away. Don't do those things. Instead, tell somebody that you know cares about you. Tell your huddle leader, tell a friend here at Venue, tell me or Lucas, and um, let us just enter into a conversation about what it means to uh, kind of reignite that with Jesus and some strategies uh, that we can use to do that. Absolutely. One of the best ways God takes care of us is the people he puts in our lives. So really lean on your community within that. Um, One of the final things we talked about was just the um, Old Testament writers like searching and investigating uh, the different writings that they had to try to find um, this Messiah that they were writing about, but to to try to find this Messiah in their lives. Um, And when they realized that the answer wasn't with them in their lifetime, then they'd realize that they were writing these different Old Testament scrolls, not for their benefit, but for ours. And so now that we know who Jesus is, we know the life that he lived, the words that he said um, are true based on just the Bible, but also just history in general. Um, We can read the Old Testament with a greater appreciation. Um, I think it's so easy to read the New Testament and that's kind of the more quote unquote, like exciting half of the Bible, but the Old Testament is so important for truly understanding the New Testament. Dude, I think the Old Testament is a little too exciting, if you ask me. Like there's some wild stuff happening back there. There's people getting mauled by bears. There's crazy miracles. There's axe heads floating. There's like people telling the future. It's a movie, man. There's lots of blood being spilled. Like it's wild, but we don't always see the connection. So you're totally right. Everything points to Jesus. And um, so let's not be people that are just reading First Peter and the New Testament, but let's let's dive into the Old Testament too. Not on our own because that's frustrating and scary, but let's do it with somebody and let's commit to understanding it. Probably not everything because it's a mile deep, but let's understand something about how it points to Jesus. I think that was a great point by you. Yeah, so as we wrap up, um, um, really gain an appreciation. Make 2024 be a year where we are leaning into God's love deeper, leaning into community deeper. Um, If we are experiencing suffering or dryness, um, let that just be an opportunity to um, see what God has to show us in this current season. Yeah, I'd say if you're experiencing dryness, first put on lotion. And if that does not help, then read your Bible. What kind of, are you like a gold bond, a vino? Gold bond makes lotion? No way. Yeah. I'm a big Jergens guy. Jergens? Oh, dude. Yeah. That's my, my skin just drinks it up like a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> a bowl of oatmeal. Huh? <laughs> this is a little crunchy every so often. <laughs> your, your oatmeal is not supposed to be crunchy, dog. You're definitely doing something wrong. If you had like brown sugar. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, it dissolves. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, that is all we have for um, this episode of the Venue 12 podcast. We hope you guys have a blessed week. Seek opportunities to um, know the Lord deeper. Crunch, crunch. <laughs>